Hello, my beautiful people on this very sunny and warm Valentine's Day. Happy, happy, happy day. Whether you are single in one of those it's complicated situations, maybe you are in a situationship, God help you, I'm praying for you. <laughs> if that's the case, uh, no fun. Um, what else? If you are happily, blissfully married, sending you some great vibes. If you're just about to get divorced, sending you also great vibes and hoping that you invite me to your breakup party because we all know that I love those. Super important to do. And if you are a mistress or boy toy or whatever, happy Valentine's Day. Maybe you are single as a Pringle, like me. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. And I hope that you are able to spend today or whenever you happen to be listening to this. It seems like a lot of folks are actually listening to this podcast in order, um, which is kind of wild. <laughs> so whenever you're listening to this, whether it's Valentine's Day or not, please love on yourself. Do something that makes you happy buy yourself some flowers, and no, I don't care about that Miley Cyrus song, get yourself something yummy to eat, chill out in bed all day with a cozy blanket, take a bath, go for a nice, luxurious, long walk in the woods, whatever makes your heart sing, I hope that you can spend some time today to just sink into that and enjoy so this is actually the second time uh, that I'm attempting to record this. <laughs> the first time I tried was like two in the morning and I accidentally called this podcast Seasons of a Witch, even though it clearly is called Secrets of a Witch. But despite that slip of the tongue, <laughs> you know, it is interesting, right? Because we are all in different seasons of our life and I can feel my allergies revving up even though it's only mid-February. I can hear the birds singing. Yesterday I wore a tank top outside. So in my neck of the woods, the world is waking back up and we are moving into a season of rebirth, right? The beginning of the Western Astrological New Year is just around the corner with Aries season bumping up into ourselves because <laughs> it's what Aries do next month. That's pretty soon. And you know, Valentine's Day, love and sex, month of February. And in my opinion, that energy really does start now and continue into the budding newness of spring, right? Animals are beginning to mate, do their thing. It's mating season for a lot of creatures up here in Canada. And you know, I do feel like this time of year really reawakens and alivens that sense of sexuality and play and love and flirtation in us humans as well, if we decide to be open to it, which I think is super fun and beautiful, and I'm excited for all of that vibe to continue on into this year. 
But one thing I really wanted to get into for our episode today, and what I tried to record very sloppily last night at 2am, and failed, (laughs) was this idea of availability, and being available for certain things, and not being available for other things. So I think sometimes in life and in dating, I see a lot of folks complain about this or that or whatever, you know, and that can also show up in family relationships and communities, friendships, whatever. And I see a lot of people like complaining about blah, blah, blah. They did this. They did that. Mm, I don't like it. I said that blah, blah, blah. I said this. I said that. And then here we are. I'm still going through some bullshit, right? We've all been there. I've been there too. So like, it's cool. No judgment. But I do think this is something that it is crucial to reframe into some kind of way that works a little bit better for us and reminds us of our own agency, our own ability to control our lives, to make new choices, and to really have strong and firm, but also easy breezy boundaries and when I say easy breezy boundaries I don't mean that like you know our boundaries are fluid and permeable though they absolutely can be but what I mean is it doesn't have to feel so hard and serious it can feel easy so let's say you have a particular standard for your life that you're hoping to step into a new intention for this season And someone that you're really into uh, is not meeting that standard. Let's just imagine for a second. So if we're going to frame that in terms of boundaries, like oftentimes how I see people talking about that is they'll be like, "Mm, this is my boundary. And then the person will like not step up. And then the person will be like, oh my God, they didn't step up. Like I'm so upset or what can I do to like persuade them? And that is not an easy breezy relationship to our boundaries because ultimately people have agency too right it's not just us other people have agency as well and they get to decide what they do with their time energy etc and so instead of being stressed out that someone else is not rising to what we want them to rise to having this relationship to our boundaries which is more about being available or not available. It means that we can just say, okay, that's cool. If you're not going to rise up, then I'm not available for that type of connection. Simple. Bye. And it doesn't have to feel serious or heavy. And when we have this notion of being available for certain things or not being available for things, There is an easy breeziness kind of baked into that, which personally I'm obsessed with. Because what it is, it honors our own agency, it honors the agency of others, and it's not this grasping, clenching, controlling energy. It's more about release and allowing that sand to fall between our fingers and fall back onto the beach rather than, you know, trying to force it into something to take it home with us. People are going to do what they want to do. And no matter how amazing and badass and beautiful and sexy and handsome you are, there are some people who just are not for you or they're not healed enough to meet you or rise 
to who you are and what you are. And it's in all of our best interest to just like let that go, goodbye with a kiss, and don't really give it any further thought. So let me talk a little bit more about this notion of being available or not available. So why I love this framing, there's so many reasons, but I find it so freeing, so luxurious, so juicy. Because instead of having this thing where we're just like drawing all these lines in the sand all over the place and like kind of embodying the emperor tarot card if you guys know that especially in the rider Waite smith deck this kind of like grumpy firm stern dude a lot of the time folks enforce and express their boundaries in a very emperor tarot card kind of way intense but we actually don't have to think about it that way We can move instead like the Empress tarot card, which is my current fave card. It keeps following me around this year, which I am so stoked about. I feel like it's going to be a really good year, my Empress year, which I guess makes sense. It's a third tarot card in the Major Arcana, card number three, and I am 33 this year, my friends, and of course it is 2023, so three is fucking everywhere, such a great number full of creation and birthing of art and love and so many other things so we love it but my point here is the way the empress deals with boundaries is a lot more hmm, am i available for that or am i not available for that so if someone is let's say you're dating someone and they're like i don't know kind of flaky they're kind of hot and cold here and there it's like kind of confusing they don't really make that much time for you it's like what's happening uh do you like me do you not like me blah 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 and you know what you could do is you could confront them and be like what's going on what are we Ugh. but to be honest with you i personally wouldn't recommend that that would be a more emperor tarot card way to do things firm boundaried labels numbers lines in the sand an empress tarot card way to deal with that would be like, you know what? I am not available to spend time with anyone who is so flaky. I'm not available for flakiness in my relationships. I'm not available for mixed signals. And then so you become the one to step off and you become the one to say no and cut off a situation. You can decide, hmm, I'm not available to be mistreated. I'm not available to be ignored. I'm not available to be ditched or ghosted. And I know I use this example with dating, but to be honest, um, <laughs> this could happen in other areas of life too. So some of y'all who followed my story will know that I'm not in touch with my fam for many good reasons. One of the best things I've ever done. But there was a blip of time during the pandemic when my dad, I think, had a come to Jesus, I could die soon moment and did try to like be friends with me again. And at first I was like, okay, cool, cool. Let's see how this goes. Because to be honest, he was a really fun, interesting, smart guy to grab dinner and drinks with. Like really cool, interesting, fun person in a lot of ways. 
But I noticed that he didn't do what he said he was going to do. He didn't call me when he said he was going to. Uh, If we had plans, he would like disappear and flake out. If I said, hey, this is something emotional that I want to talk about, he would just like randomly change the topic. And I could go on, but I won't bore you guys with all that. That's what my point basically is, is instead of me constantly saying my boundaries, which I did at first... (laughs) <laughs> my cat is gonna say hello Awaz says hi <laughs> she agrees with this apparently um but you know after I stated hey that doesn't feel good when you do ABC and then the behavior didn't change what I basically decided was like you know what um I'm not available to be ghosted on I'm not available to be flaked out on I'm not available to be ignored I'm not available to be treated in such a disrespectful and dismissive way and I had to realize you know I don't allow anyone else to in my life to treat me this way so why am I allowing my own father to treat me this way (laughs) weird and so once I realized that I really had to take some action right because when we realize hmm I'm actually not available to be treated this particular way we can't control anyone else but we can control ourselves so what I had to do was to take 20 big steps back and you know he didn't step up and that's okay we can't control other people we can only control ourselves and how we react and how we behave And so, you know, if I say, hey, I'm not available to be treated disrespectfully, that actually means I have to move my actions in accordance with that rather than continuing to allow myself to be available to be disrespected. So I had to put my money where my mouth was. I had to put my actions and my behaviors where my intentions and ideas and thoughts were. Which is not easy to do. I see a lot of people say, you know, I am not available to be treated ABC or my boundary is XYZ. But, you know, they don't leave. They don't make a change. They continue to tolerate that. And so when we do that, it does confuse the universe. It can fuck up our manifestations. It can mess with our magic and it can drain our creative energy and the fire in our bellies, our creative center that fuels our passion for our life. And so when we are thinking about this, what am I available for? What am I not available for? We really have to act in alignment with our intention. And that's the hard part. But it's also what the work is. And that is what doing magic is really all about and my cat clearly is just backing me up on this so if you don't believe me listen to her because she knows (laughs) and hilariously Awaz was adopted on valentine's day maybe 12 or 13 years ago so that is kind of crazy my little baby old lady cat (laughs) so she agrees listen to her And so whatever is going on for you this Valentine's Day, I don't want to make this episode too long, so I'll wrap it up. But really think about what are you available for? 
how are you available to be treated? And if you find that the folks around you, again, whether that's family, friends, lovers, someone that you're married to, whatever, if you find that that just isn't up to snuff, what are you going to do about it? to make your life more in alignment with your intentions and your vision and your dreams. That's what magic is all about, right? Manifesting and creating the life that we want. Art is life is magic is life is art. So I'll leave you with that, my beautiful folks. I hope you have some fresh flowers next to you. I hope you are smelling a gorgeous candle i've got an amazing lily of the the valley (laughs) candle next to me right now and it is so dreamy all right beautiful people i hope you've enjoyed this episode of secrets of a witch with me sabrina scott you can creep a little bit more about me and what i do at sabrinamscott.com and of course say hello on instagram at sabrinamscott Catch you next time. Bye.